Hey, this is Johnny Boy from the Can Can, and you're listening to the mixtape. I said, baby, come up to my office. You played at my party. I owe you some money. You owe me your lips. I'm gonna give tips. I heard your boyfriend's out of town. Baby, aren't you hungry? I could give you Welcome to the mixtape here on Cairo Radio. My name is Sean. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We're bumping in with a song called Boris from an artist named Lo Fang. And uh, there is a reason we're playing this song right now, today, here and now. And the reason, well, it's twofold. Not only do we have Jake here, my occasional uh, radio partner. I was going to say podcast Podna? partner. It sounds like you say Podna. Yeah, but I mean, this will be turned into a podcast, so you're oh. my radio and podcast okay. Podna. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, so why are we playing Lo- Boris by Lo Fang today? Because we have Johnny Boy from the Can Can uh, in with us today, uh, host and co-owner and dancer at the Can Can, sort of uh, the focal point of the shows. Johnny, <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you guys doing? Yeah, wow. man. Doing pretty good. I appreciate you coming by today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, it was really great. Jake took me out on a little lover's date yep. uh, a few weeks ago, <laughs> and we saw the new uh, Can Can production called French Kiss. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And uh, like Jake just said, you're the you're the MC, the, the a dancer, uh, a man of many talents. <laughs> I get to ease the audience into um, watching what we do, which is yeah. exciting. <laughs> and we're going to get into that exactly mm-hmm. here in just a few moments. Right. But um, I guess the first thing that I'd like to know is a little bit just uh, about you uh, as a man. Getting to know you, <laughs> getting to know all about you, getting to like you, getting to hope you like me. I, I really hope that you do end up liking me by the end. Of I'm the pretty day. excited about this. Mm-hmm. Where did you go to school? Yeah, I went to school at uh, South Salem High School in Salem, Oregon. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're from Oregon. I am. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, born and raised. And then you came up to Seattle... For Cornish. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I kind of stumbled into dance in middle school when you're forced to do some awkward partner right. dancing, go around a circle. Yeah. Uh, I was a pretty unfortunate 13-year-old, uh, very overweight, acne-ridden, oh. okay. did not use deodorant yet. Uh, as, my mom, as my mom would call you, you were a husky child. Uh, yes, husky. Because <laughs> she would yeah, call me bone. a husky <laughs> child, yes. <laughs> Generally thick. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was fairly decent at that. Got into swing dancing when that big, like, 90s craze. Yeah. Of, Cherry Pop and Cherry Pop and Daddy's, yes. Yeah. Yes, Grown Nut Zippers. Uh, exactly. All that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, suit so, Riot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so even as a young child, uh, you were into dance. You didn't feel, uh, when your parents introduced you to it, was it an automatic, like, dance is the thing that I want to do? Not at all. No, so my parents are both deaf. Ah, okay. They are. So um, music and dancing, not a huge thing in the house. Right. I was forced into boy choir when I was about third grade. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a unique experience as well. Um, but then, uh, yeah, kind of stumbled through dance through middle school. And then in high school, I had a huge crush on a girl. Mm. And she asked me if I'd come on and do a lift for dancing. I was like, yes, absolutely. I'd love to do that, whatever you need for me. I okay. Can... Do a lift. You mean holding the... Hold her up, spin around a little bit, put her back down, okay. go off stage. <laughs> so your, uh, and that your was big my... boneness helped you out exactly, with it. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, uh, in middle school, I started football. So uh-huh. by high school, I kind of trimmed up a little bit and was able to lift girls around. And um... Yeah. Now that's... I would think every high school boy's dream. How do you, lifting girls up, now how do you as a young man try to remain professional and not act like you're really excited to lift up a young woman into the air? <laughs> it was a learned skill for sure. Yeah. I was on the um, Sassam Silhouettes. That was our dance team name. I was one man with 13 women. Wow. Um, Sounds like a TV show. I don't know. It should have been. 
um, it was a. Uh, I was fortunate though. My high school was wildly um, accepting of that, and um, yeah, we had a yeah, whole and, short, yeah, and so and yeah, so you're uh, you work at the Can Can, and you mm-hmm. dance with a lot of beautiful people, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of choreography involved, and mm-hmm. so there's you must have had to get you must have been very used to that going into the job, graduating from Cornish and work, and being a dancer when you were younger. Um, do you remember your first dance? My first dance um, in in high school? Whatever or, that means to you. <laughs> what that means to me. Oh, my first dance. That's a good question. Or the moment I, where you, you learned that you could dance really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> I won an award uh, in middle school, uh, a radio show in, in Salem, hosted this like weird swing dance competition. Yeah. And uh, Megan and I, did quite well, uh-huh. and we won a T-shirt, and I was like, wow. "You know what? Wow, I'm I'm, I'm in. Let's do this thing." <laughs> yeah. That's pretty Thug cool. Life. And that was in high school, you said. That was in middle school. Middle school. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um. Well, can we? I want to go back to your your parents. Absolutely. Now, they're both deaf. They are. Mm-hmm. And so, what was that like growing up without any music or dancing around? I mean, I would say that Jake and I and many mo- probably most people did listen to a lot of music and moved around the house a bit. So what was that like growing up with deaf parents? Uh, and it was, uh, it was normal for me. I was right. used to it. Um, I didn't um, discover the car radio until I was 13, I think, heading into it. <laughs> I was like, like, what does this button do? Like, wow. Why do you guys never use this So it was just button? like always <laughs> silent in the car. It was usually or, pretty quiet. Yep, wow. absolutely. Yeah. Um, we had TVs that, like, the, for some reason, the speaker wouldn't work half the time. We had to hit it a couple times for the speaker to work, and they didn't care because... You know, caption work, so I know. Wow, yeah. Um, but it was great. I had other family friends that introduced me to music and mm-hmm. um, started choir at a young age, which mm-hmm. was fun. And we, we did uh, did physical expression uh, play more of a role in your life? When absolutely, you were young? So absolutely. That, and I'd say that's maybe the biggest um, body language and body. Yeah, watch. Yeah, and as even as a host and as an MC, yeah, um, I'm just kind of trained to, to watch people's body movements in their eyes and um, yeah. Sometimes I get scared for you when you're on stage. So I'm like, what are the, what are, the, what are these audience members going to do? Because they come and they might be, have had a couple of drinks and they have Absolutely. a couple of drinks there, and, it, and it's a sexy show, and there's like bachelorette parties and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So sometimes when I'm there, I sort of cringe or get get tense for you. It's uh, it's fun. I love the um, there's like an organized chaos every uh-huh. show, and uh-huh. you have no clue what people come in for. And well, this last Sunday we had Rob, who was a corrections officer, uh-huh. and I had him on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dressed up as a Swedish milkmaid, which is an interesting <laughs> right. combo. Yeah. You know, why not? <laughs> uh, well, you know, we're running out of time in this segment, my friends, but um, I'd love it, Johnny, if you would stick around. Absolutely. And we could definitely get into French Kiss and the Can Can and love what it. it is you do there and why people should go and just ex- experience it, even if you just go into the bar. Yeah. Yes, please. Let's do it. All right. My name is Sean. This is the mixtape. I'm here with my occasional radio podna, Mr. Jake. <laughs> Hello. And we're here with uh, with Johnny Bechtel, who is co-owner, resident MC. Uh, what'd you say earlier? Pseudo stripper? Yeah. yeah. Something like <laughs> yeah. that. Glorified stripper? Glorified stripper. That's yeah. The term. Glorified stripper. That's right. That's what I do when I'm at home alone. Being direct and, and assertive. assertive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, these gentlemen know what I'm going through today. So uh, we're going to be right back here on Cairo Radio. This is Jim Cotton from Feral Children, and you're listening to the mixtape with Sean DeTore. Come on! <laughs> Perfect. You know I wanted that. that was- <laughs> Stronger love, make it all right to let go. You gotta hold on. Oh, it's gonna slip, slip, slip through. Yeah, slip, slip, slip through. 
Elliot Moss bringing us in here on the mixtape, a song called Slip. My name is Sean. Over there is Mr. Jake Udy. Hello. And right over there is Johnny Bechtel. Bechtel? Bechtel. Bechtel. Yeah. All right, Johnny Bechtel. And you are co-owner, resident MC, dancer, man of many talents over at the Can Can, which is just down here, downtown Seattle uh, in the Pike Place Market. Mm -hmm. And uh, now this is a song we asked you. Is there a song we should come in with? And you chose this one. Why'd you choose this song specifically? Oh, I, love, I love this number. Um, this is a piece from a new show called French Kiss. And this um, particular number is a duet that um, Elise Landels and I performed together, which is a pretty um, sultry number that gets performed on the catwalk. And um, yeah, one of my favorites in the show. Oh, man. Jake and I went and saw French Kiss a couple of weeks ago, and it was fantastic. Yes, it was. Um, so how did you... Uh, how did you get in? How long has the Can Can been around, and when did you start working there? And how did? What was your first uh, job while while working there? We uh, we opened eleven years ago this month actually, um, and I was, was in my senior year at Cornish um, in the dance department, and um, through a series of interesting events, the um, Chris Snell, the owner of Can Can. Um, contacted a friend of his from Spokane asking if he knew any dancers in Seattle. His friend happened to be the babysitter of my girlfriend at the time <laughs> in college. So wow. <laughs> in 2006, I was the uh, tag along for a um, drinking night with Chris, uh, my girlfriend at the time, and her sister. And he was talking about this place opening up. I got super excited about it. I was hired on as the janitor and lead server. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> so he asked for a dancer, but he wanted a janitor. He, exactly. And a lead he, uh, my my, uh, my girlfriend at the time was a beautiful dancer as well as her sister, and they were the uh, kind of the starting of dancing at the Can Can. It was, mm. it was very different back then. It oh, was, um, what was it like? Severe, like just very much the Can Can bustiers. The whole like, like big huge can can skirts, big yeah. roughly skirts. Uh, the servers were also the dancers, so you'd see them. Oh, really? On stage for about seven minutes, then you'd see them serve you food and going back and forth the entire okay. time. Um, so, so he wanted a dancer, and you had dancing experience. So, how did it work out that you just so happened to become the janitor and server? Did he just not have room for you at that moment? I think uh, when we originally started, they didn't imagine having male dancers. Mm. They were thinking just a group of five to six women, kind of old school can can right. vibe. Uh, it slowly evolved over the opening or the first six months of can can and. Um, I just slowly kind of infiltrated, exactly yeah. infiltrated from. Uh, You're like, this is cool. He's like, Let I me really see. want to do this thing. Wow, so you've you've been there essentially since the very beginning. I have, it sounds mm -hmm. like. absolutely. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the, this is one of the the song that we came in on was one of the sort of sexier and almost uh, more uh, restrained songs, which mm -hmm. is sort of like uh, how we open the show with with Boris and. I, I wanted to ask you how you come up with that stuff because there's a lot of like it's very tight movements. You know, mm. some 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 numbers can be you know just spinning for like 30, 45 seconds. Mm, other, but this one is like a very um, planned out. Seems like and you go down the catwalk and and with, I know with the the Boris song you ended up like doing a push up on the catwalk with like a person <laughs> on your back, uh, right? Like, <laughs> which is oh my god! If you could see Johnny's body like without his clothes on, you will be amazed. Oh, uh, your boys flatter me. <laughs> so how, how do you how do you choreograph? Uh, something like that. Like, oh, is that um, something that because you guys are so well trained, it, it doesn't it takes a day, or is that something that you work on for months? Like, um, it's uh with with partnering pieces. I I love partnering. It's it's why I dance, and it's it's when I feel most comfortable on stage. Um, and it um it always has to be kind of a natural setting. There have been moments where I've tried to force choreography, uh, working on a partner dance, and it always ends up being a massive failure. Mm -hmm. So it ends up being those days where you come in with the right amount of coffee or a shot of whiskey, right. and you sit there for an hour, and all of a sudden the dance is done because it just you naturally let your bodies mm -hmm. work together and figure it out. And so when you want to choreograph a dance, uh, do you, you come in with the song that you want to dance to? Absolutely. And then 
do you have thoughts about how you want it to go, or do you just get in there with your dance partner and just sort of, you know, jam? Mm -hmm. I think uh, everyone has their own unique style. For uh, for me personally, I usually have a few images that I want to create. Mm -hmm. um, so I might have a few landmarks throughout the song that I imagine this thing will happen. I'm not sure exactly how we get there, mm -hmm. but I know I want to end up there at some point. So I usually have a, a light outline of what right. I'd like to accomplish in the duet. And can we talk about just for a second the cast at uh, French Kiss right Absolutely. now? Because it's, it's a uh, like a... The sense I get is that like a very familial cast, like mm -hmm. everybody's friends and like very close and, and uh, like like family. And absolutely. Uh, so, can you just like do the rundown of I don't know the dancers right now? Is yeah. That, is so that uh, we've do? got uh, quite a few shows at CanCan -Can right now. We have a matinee cast and an evening cast. Yeah. Um, the evening cast or the uh, dancers I usually perform with. Uh -huh. are, the show that Sean and I saw. Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, you've got Nian Kian, who has kind of been my partner and brother in crime since what for the last eight years. You guys are amazing. <laughs> it's it's a wild combo. Um, we are. What he, he's the straightest gay man I know, and I'm the gayest straight man he knows. That's our. That's how <laughs> we work. Exactly. That's, that's how he, we keep each other balanced. And he does like pull ups from the pipes. Oh yeah, he's, uh, he's like, wild, yeah, wild yeah, creature. Yeah, wild creature. Um, and then we have Fiona Minx, who's been there. Gosh, what ten years now? Wow, a long time. Amazing photographer. Mm -hmm, incredible photographer. Uh, then we have uh, Baby Kate, who is a beautiful dancer. Also been there for about seven, eight years now. Uh -huh. uh, we have Elise, who is. Feels like she's been there for five years, but has actually only been a full-time dancer, I think, now for a little over a year. Uh -huh. Incredible performer. Yeah, gorgeous. And then we have Sugar Shea, who's our newest member in the evening shows. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, ball energy and just yeah, wildly talented on stage. Sounds like a good oh, yeah, cast. And we, yeah, and then yeah. we got uh, and then we got uh, Dapper Dave, who's also known as Trevor, also one of our new dancers. Uh -huh. and he's just we saw yeah he, we saw him. he, he was, was in, he was a new face for me. Yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Case. Yep. So. This takes a lot of trust, is all this dancing and partnering. And, Absolutely. I mean, uh, we'll get into the audience side of the trust thing because <laughs> this is a very small club, and mm. I've got questions for you about, you know, potential accidents that may oh, have even happened. Yep, absolutely. But when you're learning to partner up with somebody for a dance, I mm. mean, I suppose you just build trust over time like any relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, because there's going to be some spills. There's going to be some, oh, I meant to catch you, but I'm sorry I didn't. Absolutely. And so um, how long does that – I mean, I don't know if there's a general, but how long does it generally take to sort of get a dance down and sort of be really comfortable with your partner? It takes a little bit of time, and sometimes it never quite clicks the way you want it to, and sometimes it happens um, faster than others. But um, I kind of look for that when I'm partnering somebody. I, I, I learn quickly – what it is that they'll let me take control of. I mean, the biggest issue is with, with the partnering that I like to do is, is I'm kind of um, very much in control of their body mm -hmm. and they have to trust me so much, which mm -hmm. is a terrifying thing. If I had to do their position, I could not do it to save my life. <laughs> right. I'm a control freak. Um, but uh, it takes a while for them to kind of learn vocabulary with each other. And when I'm you know, leading a body, mm -hmm. and what they do with that information is it's, it's an exciting thing. And um, that trust, it, um, yeah, I mean, even with Fiona and I, it's been about 10 years and mm -hmm. we're still kind of learning Wow, you know, which must be exciting, also, because mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you guys aren't together twenty four seven. Like she has a life, and she learns her things, and you have a life, and you learn her. Mm -hmm. and you, you constantly keep bringing it back together on the stage. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there a way that you guys practice? Um, I guess you always have to practice with your partner when you're when you're trying a partner's dance, right? Or do mm -hmm. you are you at home or in the studio practicing your parts of, you know, your half of the partner dance? It's always with the partner, at least in the way that I work. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we'll just create rehearsal times if we need to outside of um, performances and our okay. rehearsals, and just kind of spend some time together and um, it's also interesting trying to balance out what we perform on stage and how that interacts with our life outside of dance. Right. 
You know, right. we do very intimate things with not very much on. So it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a, a senior green room. Yeah. <laughs> that is a small, a of, small green a, room with a, a lot of clothes. It's an the, exciting closet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we are just about out of time here, but I think if you guys could stick around for one more segment, we haven't even gotten into my sort of curiosity about the audience and mm-hmm. what do you do with hecklers? What do you do if you accidentally knock something over? Because as we described, this is a very small club and geez, watching you guys go down the catwalk yeah. and... Everything you do, it kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Very cool. Let's do it. So, uh, here with Jake Udy the Cutie. Hi. <laughs> here with Johnny Bechtel. I don't have a cu- uh, cool nickname for That's you. Johnny works just fine. <laughs> okay, we got Johnny here, co owner, resident MC, mastermind, uh, the Can Can, which is just down here, downtown Seattle. Well, this is the mixtape, and we'll be right back here uh, on Cairo Radio. Hi, my name is Sean, and you're listening to The Mixtape. And we're the Yev. And you're listening to him. <laughs> Sean DeTore. That's who you're listening to. And, and we're the Yev. Back to the mixtape here on Cairo Radio. My name is Sean. I am here with uh, Jake Udy, the cutie, my occasional radio host, Padna. Hello. Hi. And we're also here with Johnny Bechtel, co-owner, resident MC, dancer uh, at the Can-Can. Hey, Johnny. How's it going? Dude, it's going great. I really appreciate you being here today. Thanks for having me. Uh, TheCanCan.com is where you can go if you want to learn a lot more about what's going on down here. But uh, Jake, my occasional radio partner, I yeah. believe you had a question yes, for Johnny. Yes, I had Johnny. a question. Uh, Johnny, whenever the shows start, the can-can, the evening shows, uh, you come out and sort of leap out on stage and give a big grin and a big welcome, but you have so much interaction with the audience that I imagine there's a process that you go through, at least either when you step out on stage for the first time or even when you're sort of lingering around before the show starts, sort of sizing up the audience or just figuring out your plan of action as you get to know everybody, because once you start the show, you, you sort of briefly interview each section of the room mm, so absolutely. your technique so what is your like like I feel, feel like Robocop you like you know, like you have like the <laughs> things happening you know the electrics yeah, behind yeah, your visor yeah, what, do you, what, what is that process for you uh, there's a few people I'm kind of looking for when I start a show like it's a small room there's 58 seats so there's no point in dark pretend- and intimate yeah there's no point in pretending like I'm not going to see everybody like, we can all <laughs> see each other it's not a massive stadium so let's experience it together I'm looking for uh, a few things one um people that bring their entire family with them is always super exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's such a unique and like sultry environment that to sit there with your grandma and watch <laughs> that. Like I, I, that's too much fun. I have to mess yeah. with that and find it. Uh, I also look for kind of the biggest guy in the room that does not want to look at me. Mm-hmm. That usually <laughs> is my go-to guy. Cause but, you'll bring them uh, up on stage. Yeah. They're my special buddy for the entire show. Um, it does a couple things. One, it's, um, we all like a, um, I don't know, like a hero story. We want someone to kind of start from nothing and then eventually be this creature on stage. When I get someone who's too eager, it alienates the audience yeah. right away. So right. I look for the big guy that's like, don't make me do this. I don't want to do it. And then, but you know, by the end of the night, you have the entire audience just chanting, Rob, 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 because yeah. he's for some reason taking his shirt off and is all oiled up for no reason. <laughs> Why did you bring oil? <laughs> do you the find, Boy Scout is always prepared. <laughs> do you find that generally the people that you do bring up on stage, like, have you ever had a, have you ever had somebody be like, no, man, definitely no, I am Absolutely. not coming up on stage? Mm, I've gotten a few. Um, I've learned when someone says no, it's like a hard no. I'm like, hard no. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I can move okay. on. And, and quickly I'll find another big guy that's sitting somewhere else in the audience. Yeah. There's even more pressure on them because someone already said no, so don't be the second one that says no. <laughs> exactly. <It's just> mean. <laughs> and so what is it like, and, and we'll get into um, 
what it's like, how long it takes to put a show together and mm-hmm. how how often you refresh the shows. But speaking of this place, 58 seats, very small. Mm-hmm. You guys are walking up and down the cat- catwalk, dancing, doing all this crazy stuff. Absolutely. At one point, you actually asked the audience members to move the glasses from you know back from the mm-hmm. catwalk Absolutely. because there is going to be some stuff going on. How many times have you knocked over glasses oh. or kicked someone in the head? I mean, <laughs> Luckily, not to I scare <laughs> not to scare people here because I mean I've never it's all part of the show, yeah, no, right? A, but I mean, does that happen? Uh, things do happen. Our token phrase is um, what, "so close you can smell the glitter." Um, <laughs> Ends up on your beard, maybe. Exactly. Absolutely. Right. Um, a lot of things happen. What just last week? Um, I think I was during our grease number at the end of the show. I was running the back catwalk and I did this giant leap in a ridiculous costume. And just then, someone lifted up their martini glass and I managed. I punched through this martini glass. It's never happened wow. before. I was like, I like jumped and realized I'd punched through this glass. And I came back and this guy was having the best night of his life. Wow. I was like, Are you okay? He's like, Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so it was, wow. you just, he thought it was really badass. <laughs> like, Do you just keep going with the show, or depending on the severity of the accident? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> usually, we try and keep going. Um, I've knocked bottles off of tables with my head before. That was exciting. Wow. Um, but usually there's, there's small things that happen. Sure, because, like I mean, it is live mm-hmm. and it is small. So, I mean, you should expect, but you have to experience this. You mm-hmm. definitely, people listening, um, all all of the shows that you have, including French Kiss. And the food and drinks are also really good. We yeah. should talk about that. Yeah, uh, uh, the venues, um, it's it's come so much. Since yeah, so far, yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible, yeah. It's a, you, you guys are there so often and you care about it so much that they, it always seems like there's ideas about how to sort of just tweak it here and there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know I've heard you talk about changing different seats. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm doing that at, this week, actually. I'm working on that. Oh, yeah? Yep. Upholstering booths. Mm. <laughs> Any, uh, anything you could tell us? Um, uh, about what it's going to be? Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, <clears throat> I have this idea that every booth is kind of a... Um, a sultry red headboard framed in gold. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just want to create a really unique space mm-hmm. that, um, I mean, it's, it's already very totally. special in Seattle, yeah. and, um, but I want to make, kind of keep pushing it over the edge and make it something super incredible. So so what goes into creating a show? Um, are Is it all of you folks that dance there and work there that go into creating a show? And how often, how long does it take to put one together? Mm-hmm. How often do you refresh? Absolutely, about every three and a half to four months, we refresh and do a brand new show. Okay. Um, we have a few classics like our Wonderland show in the winter. <clears throat> is um kind of a staple that we like to kind of keep reinventing every year, but we keep that same branding because it's um it's iconic at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, creative team is is uh, Chris and Faye Pink. They're the uh, owners of Can Can, and I've been just brought in this last year as a co-owner as nice. well. But um, we sit around and, and play music for each other and come up with ideas. And cool. Any, any type of music, whatever you're feeling, or we usually pick out a, a name for the show right when we start, okay. and then that kind of guides, guides our theme yeah. as we go. Okay. Um, sometimes a photo shoot. We we do try and do a photo shoot as early as possible mm-hmm. with a few ideas, and that kind of also guides a um, photo shoot of um, what, um, what our promotional material will be eventually. Oh. So we just did a, sh- a shoot with um, a whole bunch of fake ice cream dripping down a lot of very beautiful bodies. Because that's um, the next show, yeah, I- ice, ice cream, cream right? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it is. Yep. Okay. So now, so then, how are you going into this? You've gotten some photos. You know the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Do you have some of the music? And we then- have some of the music and a few ideas. We've got one number that's already pretty much done. That happened this last week, um, and cool. now it's just a scramble to to find music and ideas and just start creating. And the then you're months. one of the choreographers, chore- chore- mm, yeah. choreographers. Mm, yeah, my job is to um, think up the crazy things that kind of hang from the ceiling and spin around a whole bunch. And then um, I usually tackle a lot of the partnering. I, I really love doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Faye's an incredible choreographer. And, and uh, Chris has a mastermind for making it all come together at the wow. end. Yeah. You guys must, I mean, 
uh, we were just talking off the air when you got here. This is your what one day off this week or something? Yep, we I have mean, rehearsals tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You must just be working so nonstop because you've got rehearsals, you've got the shows, but mm-hmm. then you also have to work and plan your future shows. Absolutely. I mean, how do you do it? <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, it just a, seems like a lot. It's it's difficult. It's a challenge for sure. Um, but it's um, a labor of love. I mean, I, I don't want my life to be anything else but this. And um, I get to have my, my me time in the gym in the morning and then I go to work and we hunt music and we choreograph and build things. Wow. And it's uh, And when, it's, when are the shows? Just, just shows are <clears throat> Wednesday through Sunday. Um, uh, some nights we have just one show. On Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, we have multiple shows. Uh, going all the way till midnight. And then we also have matinee shows on Saturdays and Sundays. So when you do have a day off, Johnny, mm-hmm. what is it that you like to do? I mean, do you like to go out dancing at the club? Oh, gosh, uh, no, Do you no. like to go to the <laughs> library? I mean, what is it that you like to do? Do you try to escape your work life? Um, I sometimes do. Um, today was spring cleaning day, ironically. That was I really, <laughs> I spent a lot of time on my hands and knees scrubbing a floor. Right. Um, every now and then I convince myself that I'm young enough to go do an activity. Mm-hmm. I went snowboarding about a month ago. My rib still hurts from that. Uh, really? Even <laughs> yeah. from all the, the working out you do while dancing and mm-hmm. everything? Absolutely. Um, but uh, I want to learn my lesson. Like Dancers should not be going snowboarding and skiing. It's just a good You're also risking like your... <laughs> Absolutely. It was a totally. foolish, yeah. foolish plan, but... Oh. Have you ever gotten uh, insanely injured during the can can? Oh, so many thing? times. That's my that's uh, like like my special skill at can can. Is I have a weird pokey rig that popped out on stage about eight months ago or no eight years ago. Uh, I broke my foot on stage. Um, wow! Wow! Sliced my thumb up and trying to get the stage ready for a show. And that's got to be <laughs> frustrating, waiting for yourself to heal because you just want to get back into it. Absolutely. Um, there have been special moments when we work it into a show. I had a walking boot. <laughs> On and I was Frankenfurter for Rocky Horror Picture. I had a heel and fishnets on on one foot, and then a walking boot on, and I just—it was a hot mess. But yeah. we did it. <laughs> What's the most challenging thing about creating a show? Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah, just finding that inspiration. I think when you're creating anything is, um, and we have uh, well, we have an exciting, somewhat intoxicated audience for the most part. So we have about three and a half minutes mm-hmm. to wow them, and then change the idea and wow them, and, and continue that for about an hour and a half. Um, so it's, um, it's one, not repeating yourself. <clears throat> we have been in this space for about 11 years, so we're always trying to push it and, and develop something new. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it's finding that special thing that makes you super excited when you're creating it, and you hope it makes people excited when they're watching it. It's <laughs> a little creepy, but okay. <laughs> Jake and I have been talking with Johnny. Uh, thecancan.com is where you can go to learn more about the CanCan and to buy tickets and to go mm-hmm. see Johnny and crew. Um, French Kiss is the newest show that you have. How mm-hmm. lo- how much longer do we have? French We're gonna run Kiss? that until the end of May. Okay, and then is then and then starting up ice cream uh, early June. I think June 9th is our opening night. Awesome, and, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. I have a I have a challenge to myself. I'm trying to create a water slide down the catwalk. Really? for ice cream. That is my like. I'm gonna make it happen. It's my goal. Even over, <laughs> even over that little break. Where I, the over people... the break, and I want it eye level with patrons. So I don't want it, like on the ground. I want like I want you to be sitting dinner, and then eye level see a body just like. Slide oh, through the God. audience. That's my goal. I need to go to that show. <laughs> I have to say it out loud to make sure that I actually put yes, it off. Yes, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> if that's not, you know, reason enough to go and see ice cream when it starts, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just go and go to the Can Can. Johnny, this has been really cool getting to know you. Yeah, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. And uh, Jake, I appreciate you being my rod, my, my Rodcast and also my radio <laughs> and podcast partner. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, so, so uh, this is the mixtape. And uh, we're going to go out here with uh, a song we played earlier, Elliot Moss, a song called Slip. This is the mixtape here on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Oh, slip, 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 slip.
Slip, slip, slip.